This episode is brought to you by PitchDMM, the football fan app that gives fans a voice and allows you to rate your team, the players, and pick your formation and your squad in real time, every game, and compete with your mates. Have fun whilst generating a voice that will be listened to. Your club, your voice, be heard. Get it now on Google Play and download it on the Apple App Store. You are listening to an official podcast from Kings of Europe, your football link to the European Super Leagues. All right, welcome everybody back. It's Thursday night. You know what time it is. Thursday night is the time for the Kings of Europe podcast. Yes, sir. Welcome to episode six. And I am your host, Curtis Smith. You can find me on Twitter at Curtis Smith. And the Kings of Europe, this is what we're talking about. So much to talk about. There's so much that's happened in the last two weeks. Last week, going to be a ton of stuff happening next week. Uh, we've got cup finals. We've got Champions League finals. We had a Europa League final. I mean, it's just all the stuff going on. World Cup squads have been announced for a lot of the big guys. Uh, and that tournament itself coming up in just a few short weeks. going to be a blast. We've got a whole summer full of football to talk about. All the transfers coming up, transfer window. Guys, it's starting to get open, starting to, starting to, uh, the house is spring cleaning. We're starting to have some of the, uh, the birds chirping. We hear them, those little birds. They want to join your squad. Who's going where? Who is staying put? There's so much going on in the world of football right now. It's awesome. And as usual, I am joined by two phenomenal guests. I'm very excited about this because today we've got our first Manchester City guest joining us, and we're going to talk about the defending starting next season, currently reigning and just newly crowned Premier League champions, 100 points in one season, an amazing accomplishment, Pep Guardiola's Manchester City, but for that, to talk about Manchester City and a, a lot of other stuff we have on the circuit this week. We have joining us for the first time, Reggie. Reggie, how you doing tonight, my friend? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate this. Absolutely, my friend. And uh, joining me for quite a, a number of times now because he's just that awesome. He's Stan the man. Stan, how you doing tonight, buddy? And <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, he can't. He can't let me finish. He can't let me finish. He can't let me finish. That's okay. That's okay. I, I'm used to it by now. Stan, how, how are we doing? Oh, pretty good evening, sir. How are how are you, my fan, my fine man? Thank you for having me on again. It's a it's a pleasure to be with you, man. It really is always. Oh man, it is. It, it you know the pleasure is all mine, guys. It really is. This is uh, uh like I said, episode six. We're now uh, six weeks into this bad boy, and uh, I want to thank all the listeners last week for all the downloads, for all of the listens. You guys are are, are fantastic. The support for the show has just been great, and you know. We, we definitely want to cover everyone's clubs, everyone's players, uh, all, the, all the different countries that are going to be coming out in the World Cup and, and representing. Uh, so stay with us for the next couple of weeks. Next week is our huge Champions League final preview show. That's going to be massive, Real Madrid, Liverpool. But today we're going to focus on some season recaps. We cover, as we always say here, the top five leagues in Europe, and this week is no exception. We're going to have... Today, Manchester City, Bayern Munich champions of the Bundesliga for like the 180th time in a row. 
and Juventus, the 181st time in a row, champions of Serie A. Will anything change in Italy and Germany? And why is England flipping the title? Well, because it's a competitive league. There's a lot of money being spent, granted, but hey, you know, those teams, they, they, they got ambition. They like to challenge each other. First of all, though, to kick the show off, we had a little final yesterday, Europa League final between Olympique Marseille and Atletico de Madrid. And that was a, a fantastic match, really, for the first 45 minutes. Things got out of hand uh, in the second half. Uh, Atletico seemed to wear down Marseille. Uh, it did not help that Dimitri Payet had to have an early exit with an injury. Stan... It, 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 I know you watched this game, and you and I were watching it, talking about it actually as it was happening in real time. I was very, I was so impressed with Marseille in the first, say, 20, 25 minutes. They really took the match to, to Atletico, uh, kept kept them on their toes. Uh, Jan Oblak challenged time and time again. Of course, one of the best goalkeepers in the world, kept making the saves. Amazing chance that passed by Payet. Oh, my goodness. What a beautiful through ball. To his uh, teammate, uh, I forget who that was actually on the end of that, but uh, just those are the kind of chances that you have to make. That should have been the one nil right there for Marseille. What did you see in this match, Dan? What did you like about this match? And are are you satisfied with the outcome? Do you think Atletico um, were they the better side? And I mean, obviously the goals. What I mean by that is, did Marseille play better than the score indicated? Um, <clears throat> Marseille played amazing football football for 20 minutes and that was it um once uh that turnover occurred in the middle middle park shout out to mandana mandanda for uh basically clearing the ball 15 yards outside of his box Mm -hmm. for only to be turned over for only for griezmann to get a free ball and to get a free one-on-one uh come on take the l Mm-hmm. Uh, Marseille took it to them. Payet, he instead of clearing the ball over the crossbar, if you get a one, uh, not a one on one, but if you get a free shot on goal right at the box on the block, you got to play. And supposedly, if you're world class, you have to put it away. Also, um, real quick, I heard Payet actually touched Kupi prior to kickoff, which, as we all know, sacrilegious, and you should not do it, and it actually jinxes your team. I can either confirm or deny, but I heard from sources that he actually kicked off. Um, but as far as on the park uh, action goes, I am not entirely convinced with the officiating. Mm-hmm. I think the officiating was garbage. And I spoke about that. I really thought that Atletico had the match in the bag just based off of the calls given. Um, the only uh, actual, I hate bitching about refs, but here I go anyway. The only actual call that was correct, and it actually wasn't even, it wasn't even a right call, actually, um, a free kick at around the minute where uh, a couple guys from Atleti line up offside, Bronson holds up his flag, calls it offside, the ball was nowhere near him. I, come on, guys. Like, eh, absolutely terrible. Um, a brace by Griezmann, you know, after the first goal, it's a typical Diego Simeone, uh, uh, it's a typical by Diego. We spoke about him. I spoke about him at length last week. He only turned right back around and did the same thing again. In his last four finals, he's conceded two goals. Four European finals, two goals conceded. Uh, listen, I, I, he's got to be right up there for one of the best managers in the world. From front to back, 
typical athletic dominance. Yamogo was amazing. Um, Griezmann, probably his last uh, match. Fernando Torres, probably his last match. Stop it. Stop it.
All right. Dan? 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 All right, well, we're back. Stan, uh, we lost Stan there for a second. Stan, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm good. We're All right. We're good. We're good. All right, well, so that ends the uh, Europa League section. And uh, what what is this? What is this I hear? Hold on. What, what's? Whoa. What is this? Whoa. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. By the way, I would like to say that that clip on YouTube has a score line in the background of Liverpool 1, Man City 0. So that's pretty funny. They're actually, they're actually. I have to look at that clip, man. You need to. It's it's Manchester City anthem, Blue Moon with lyric, and it, it, it and it's 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 showing you the lyrics, and it has Liverpool one nil over Man City as the background. That's that's quite funny. Um. So, anyways, we are going to talk about the uh, newly crowned uh, Premier League champions, uh, Manchester City. Uh, look at look at their season here for a second. Um, in, very impressive, 100 points, never been done before in Premier League history, record setting, to say the least. Uh, so Reggie, uh, let's talk about your 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 Manchester City Blues here for a second. Um, yes, sir. What uh, recap in the season? Uh, what 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 was was this season an overall success despite some of the um, you know the FA Cup out and the UCL out. Do like what? How do you how do you view this uh, as as you know in comparison to other seasons? Is this is this obviously the most successful season in, in city history? And um, you know, do where where do you, where do you, where do you rank this all time in Premier League history seasons? Actually, as far as like with the record, man, it's it's up there as far as like the league itself, as far as the records, the scoring. The, the the amount of points the that we won the league by, you know, nineteen points. I I I gotta say it's a fantastic, but this is second on my chart. The very first one when a girl put that freaking ball in the net mm-hmm. and had you had uh Sir Alex Ferguson walking on the field, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was, that's precious. I keep on looking at that video over and over again. And as a city fan, that's probably the most precious. Uh, the very first one is 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 the most precious one, to to be honest. This well, one is is very sweet. A lot of disappointments in a year. The loss to Wigan. Mm, I yep. I can't tell you, man. I hope we play them again, and I want the score to be like forty to fucking nothing. Seriously, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that that Wigan loss it it hurts bad. I mean, the Champions League stuff against you guys. Uh, you know, I I don't have anything to say like you know as far as that. Like you 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 had as far as like the league itself. The first time we played you guys, mm-hmm. I, I always thought that we got lucky. You know. Yeah, we put the goals away, but you guys were down a man. And we played we played the way we played. I thought we got lucky. I thought 
that game could have been either way, to be honest. Now, that was uh, obviously Sadio Mane with the uh, ninja kick to uh, <laughs> to the face of, uh, was it, wasn't it Ederson, I believe? Ederson. Right, yeah. yeah. So here's a question for you. What, what do you think uh, between this year and last year, obviously uh, Pep Guardiola comes over from Bayern Munich to, uh, three uh, consecutive seasons in the UCL uh, semifinals, uh, three straight uh, league titles with Bayern, two out of three seasons he does the double. What did Pep do this year differently than last year to get such a uh, unbelievable result in the league? You know, he he let's 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 be frank about it. He brought in, uh, really what three defenders? Mm-hmm. Kyle uh, Walker, uh, Walker, Mende, and then uh, uh, the other Danilo, Danilo, right from uh, Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. He 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 brought in those guys. He bought Edison in, right? Because his plan with with uh, uh uh shit, I'm forgetting his name now. The other keeper. Oh um, oh crap. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. Uh, Claudio Bravo, you talking about? Bravo, Bravo yeah, 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 yeah. Bravo. It didn't work out. Didn't work out. He, his distribution wasn't all that hot last year. You know, and Pep really relies on a keeper passing that ball around. You know, is is his plan doesn't work unless he has a keeper to do the job. And as far as uh, Sane and, and Rod doing that, they thing, man, I freaking turned it on this season. I, you know, I I I, I got pissed at him. Against uh, uh, Man U for missing those goals, mm-hmm. but other than that, he had an awesome season. And if he would have put away those goals, he actually, I think, he would have took away those goals from your boy, the the uh, player of the year, uh, San, uh, Masala. Yeah, Masala, right? Yeah. Uh, what What did you think about Kevin De Bruyne's season? Man, the kid. Yeah, hey. He, he's 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 fucking one of the best midfielders, man, around, and I and I think he's just going to get better. The, the passes that he was is, is a, it's a Premier League uh, assist giver, and how can I help you, Kevin De Bruyne? Is 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 stripping mm. that ball around? I like that. I like that, that a lot. Yeah, you see it, that 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 boy, man. He was just he was putting those balls on a dime. Every ball, Reggie. Every and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but just like and now you mentioned De Bruyne. No, you're not. Every you're not sorry. Fucking through ball. You're not sorry. I'm not. I'm never sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm never sorry. Hey, listen here. I, I want to say something in 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 different. Oh, couldn't care. Oh, couldn't. Yeah. 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 Just just the wizardry. Just the wizardry. <laughs> wizardry. Uh, uh, every uh, ball. I swear, every ball that he put, either in the middle of the park, either to the wing. Every ball, just like Reggie said, on a dime. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead I want to say uh, about Kevin De Bruyne, he single-handedly, when he left Chelsea for foul by Wolfsburg, he got Wolfsburg to a second place by himself, second place in the Bundesliga uh, uh, Champions League qualification, and they won the DFB Pokal, a.k.a. the German Cup, because of Kevin De Bruyne. Since Kevin De Bruyne left Wolfsburg, who they then sold to him to Man City, Man City has has been uh, 
you know, risen to, to heights unlikes of the which we've ever seen before in the Premier League. And Wolfsburg are the, today, as a matter of fact, 1-1 to a third division side a year ago, Holstein Kiel. They've never played in the Bundesliga. They scored a pivotal away goal in the relegation playoff against Wolfsburg in the first leg. Wolfsburg now have to go to Kiel, and they're basically, on aggregate, on away goals, they are relegated to the second Bundesliga. They have taken a nosedive after Kevin De Bruyne has left. Now, I know it's not all because of him. You've had Draxler that came through there. You've had Schurter that came through there. You had the departures of, of many other players. Obviously, Ivan Perisic to Inter. But Kevin De Bruyne was what made that team work. And he, I think he is the best central attacking midfielder in all of football, period. He could play all over the place, man. Let's be honest. I mean, his work ethic, the way he ran back to defend, you know, um, you, you, you can't coach that drive. Um, so, so let's, let, let's real quick though, who it was, was he, was he your player of the year for city this year? Or was it somebody else? Oh uh, yeah, he was. Okay. Easily. Who would you say, who would you say was the surprise player of the year for you? Who did you, uh, go into the season, not expecting as much from, and that player over delivered? Only one guy, only one guy. And I'll debate this if it's not the guy. Stan, you're not the city expert. You're not the city expert, man. Let the man talk. <laughs> but I've, I've, seen a, I've seen a lot of city. I'm just saying, that's been a lot of city. Go ahead, Reggie. Man. Go ahead, Reggie. I'm going to have to say, uh, honestly, the guy I didn't expect to do that by, I'm going to have to say Sterling. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Reggie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Sterling. Because I, I, I really thought that he had a lot to overcome. He had, he didn't uh, 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 perform that hot in a previous year. He never came up to expectations. And you didn't know if he would perform under Pep. Because that's, that's threats in itself, right? All right, yeah. Well, so, so what player, what player, if you had to say that you expected a little bit more from that didn't deliver this season that you would have liked to have seen be a little bit more consistent or a little, uh, have a better, bigger contribution to the team that, that didn't quite get there? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was the question? Oh yeah, uh, I was saying. Um, so, which player do you think uh, sort of underdelivered and didn't contribute as much as you perhaps thought he would before the season started? Someone who didn't uh, quite live up to the preseason expectations that that obviously um, one would have had for that for that particular player. Oh, that's that's a very good question. Mm, I never thought about that. <laughs> We asked, we, asked the, we asked the tough ones here, brother. <laughs> may, I give, may I give a suggestion? Yeah, it's a ahead. combination. By all means, let the, let the Liverpool fan give the suggestion on City. Yes, go ahead. Uh, a combination between Nicholas Adamendi and John Stones. You know, I was, I was leaning, leaning towards uh, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. But uh, Stones... I would have to say Stones, man. Like both trashes here, both, both, both. What? Oh, it, see, you know what? 
but uh, but Otamendi actually put in goals. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. he actually put in some crucial goals at, at, at certain points in the and through the year. Stones, I can't I can't remember when he scored. To be honest, mm-hmm. well, I, I, I can't remember. And and then some sometimes his defending, like when he should have been in in a certain spot, or or he should have had a he should have had a certain player, and he failed to recognize the danger at that moment. As far as his defending, yeah, I, I can't. I agree. You know, so at certain points uh, during the season, his defending was shocking. Like he mm-hmm. didn't, he didn't recognize the danger. But, mm-hmm. but other than that, uh, I, you know, I, I, I can't solely give that to Stones, and I can't solely give it to Arthur Mendy, honestly. Um, okay, yeah. so so let, let let me ask this real quick then too. There's not really much that can be done domestically, Reggie. You guys, I mean, Liverpoolian or not, I, I, you know, respect respect is earned by the points that you scored. There's no denying that. So I give that respect to City. You guys earned all of those triple digit points. So absolutely, man. I mean, yeah, it's respect is earned. But my my question to you goes: not much that really needs to be done domestically. Obviously. Uh, the wheels uh, were, were greased in the right uh, areas on that particular instance. But where do you go from here as far as challenging for Europe? Do you see any anybody leaving, any big names leaving in this summer window? And do you see anybody that you think Pep might bring in to specifically strengthen a European campaign for next year? All right, let's, let's here here's news breaking. I, I just got it from the city website. Mm-hmm. He signed the extension today. It was about maybe about 30 minutes ago I got the release to 2021. So Pep wow. is going to be there to 2021. Ooh, extension. Right. Well, the tides have turned. So he got his extension to 2021. Right. City, City Watch got there's this kid from uh, uh, Napoli that they looking at. Jorginho. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very underrated and, player. Very underrated player. Right. They're looking at him. So I kind of feel Pep got the idea that what he needs is a, a backup. Backup for Sané. A, a backup for Sane, mm-hmm. another number six, a, a good holding, a good holding six, so so the other players are free to do their thing. And then yeah, uh, I, I can see that. I can see that definitely. And then uh, another guy that's gonna uh, back up, and you know I don't I don't know if Bravo is gonna stay to be honest. I, I would, know, I would I expect not. Of, yeah. If, but see, and then here's the deal. I didn't, I didn't learn this until this year, that City has a ton of players playing over in Spain. Really? Yeah. 
So uh, you mean on loan? Give me, give me a name or two. What's like the biggest name? Yeah, on loan. What's the biggest name you would think on loan? That we don't we, we haven't heard of. Not to put you on the spot, Reggie. I'm just I'm just I just I didn't know this either. Yeah, I I, I mean shit, I might have to look it up. No, I mean that's uh, that's understandable. I mean, uh, there's yeah. this uh, a city with if you look at the actual web of Manchester City, it goes to New York City FC in the states. Uh, I've actually looked this up on Wikipedia. They have like ten farm league teams that support them uh, under this this Abu Dhabi group or whatever it is. They have a uh, there's a um, there's a, there's a group there's a there's a team in Brazil that that supports Manchester, huh? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they they got a support system all over the world. So I mean, all these all these uh, there is actually a Spanish side. You're right. I think it's a second second division Spanish side. I believe that is a city right. affiliate. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the the, the players that go on loan go over to Spain and they play. Yeah, they learn the pep system overseas in Spain, and then they come. I'm back and they're pretty much ready to go. It's it's is very that, is that what we're getting it's, at? It's very much like the Red Bull system. It's like Red Bull Salzburg, uh, Red Bull New York, and Red Bull Leipzig. Obviously, RB Leipzig is the crown jewel of that of that triad. Then you have uh, Red Bull Salzburg and Red Bull New York, who are basically a uh, skid mark on society of football. But nonetheless, oh uh, uh, whoa 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 whoa! That, come on now, they're actually hey, a respectable hey, franchise in the MLS. They are respectable. This ain't respectable. Th- okay okay okay. That's very funny, man. I digress. I digress, man. Um, <laughs> hey, shots, man. Come on now. All right, Reggie. Real one last question. Uh, so with Pep's extension, that so breaking news on this show, guys. Pep's extension of twenty twenty one. By the way, should be noted that's the first extension I believe he's ever had. He did three years at Barcelona. He did three years at FC Bayern, and now he's going to extend at Manchester City. The same exact extension that Bayern tried like hell to get him to make, he did not make. He has made that with Man City. I swear if this is wrong, I'm going to like an idiot tomorrow. <laughs> but anyways, he said it was from the official Man City site, so I do take your word for it. Uh, yes, sir. So, so 2021, he's been there since 2016-17. So in five seasons, let's say 2021 is his last year, even if he wins the league another two, three times, if he doesn't get that, that Champions League gold that he got at Barcelona at Manchester City, Will his time at Manchester City be looked at as an overall success? I it really I think it it depends on first off he said in his press conference that the league is is what's first. I, I kind of believe him. But I oh, do see Oh. I, oh. No, I, I, no, I believe him. Okay. But I see that he's trying to make make ways to where they're stronger for the Champions League. Mm-hmm. To be honest, some of the stuff that I mean, we won't know. They they like to get their business done early in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. So we you see right away, especially like when the rumors start coming out, who they looking at? The the midfielder from Napoli. That's that's by that's hey. He's got to have a backup for uh, 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 for Dino and, and, and uh, what's his name? Damn it. I'm at a terrible town with names today. Sorry. Uh, who who you're asking about? A backup for who? 
for for uh our number six? Uh shoot. Um God. I know I, I can't think of your squad right now, man. I know your back and I know your right, back right. four. Oh man, I'm I'm Stan, you got some names? I I'm 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 dropping their back six. I mean their number six right now. Yeah, but anyway, but anyway, I'm huh? Well Yaya is leaving. Yeah. So Yaya is leaving. Yes, Yaya Toure is leaving, correct. Right. So he needs a backup to to replace him. Right. And he he needs some other players to 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 hold down the uh uh the left back situation too. Because I don't think he wants to uh, uh, damn it! Use what's his name too much. Talk about Zinchenko. Oh, Fabian Delph. Well, Fabian is an injury risk, and then you have Zinchenko who fills in pretty much all over the park. What I'm worried about though, Reggie, is who's your backup number nine? Who's your backup center forward? You don't have that's one. A, yeah, that's a good question. So you don't say, have one. Hey, Zeus. And I, there's talks of uh, a world leaving, right? There, I heard that there's talks of a world leaving. Well, it's been talked about he's, that. For if a, he's not leaving, he's definitely going to have a reserve role next year because he's just he's wearing down, and it, and it makes sense. He's getting up there. He's getting a little long in the tooth, you know. I don't right. think he's getting long in the tooth. A, no, I think Aguero. Ooh. I think Aguero still plays at a very high level. I yeah. credit where credit's due. He, he can't go ninety every week. He can't go ninety. He doesn't need to go ninety every week. In a squad that gets hundred points, he doesn't need to go ninety every week. I tell you what, I'm saving Aguero. I'm gonna rest his ass come uh, Boxing Day. He's my he's my Champions League guy. That's the guy. You know, I want him at full strength come February when the round of sixteen starts because that's the guy. He's got experience. He's played in World Cups. He's played in Champions Leagues. That's my guy that I want. I, I think I think Kun Aguero. Is still very capable of being a, uh, a a starting number nine in the Premier League at a very high level. Sorry, I just had to defend him. No, no, that's. I mean, dude, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a city legend. So I, I'm not gonna ever talk bad about him. But I see this talks that he he may be going to Atletico, which then he's gonna have to start making. Getting some ideas of who could replace him. And I think if he does replace, he replaces Young. You you talked earlier about that kid that possibly could go to Brian. Timo. Young. Timo. Yeah. Right. Timo Vienna. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, he could play the game. Man, if he goes to City, that's a bad news for the rest of the Premier League. Um, Damn right. Yeah, well, that uh, I mean, that's that kind of wraps it up for for Man City. Uh, I think uh, again, uh, a fantastic season. They hundred points. That's that's unbelievable. I mean, it's really it's really hard to imagine. I didn't even know. I kind of felt like they were going to go all out against uh, Southampton there in the final match because I think they wanted that one hundred points. I don't think that's going to be a record that's going to be broken anytime soon, if ever again. So congratulations, congratulations to. Manchester City 2017-18 Premier League champions. Uh, we'll have to see what's going to happen with them in the Champions League. That's really the one thing. That's the one thing that's eluded them. They 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 are they are a, a team that is that is hungry for Champions League success. 
they've they've they have yet to get to a final. I know that Pep Guardiola is a guy who can get them there. Whether he will or not is another question entirely. But we're gonna move on. We are going to move on. And I hear I hear a song coming on. I hear a song coming on. Uh, whoa, who's next? Oh my goodness. I just want to let everybody know that those uh, highlights were not of them. That's the Champions League version of that song. And that is the most arrogant song ever recorded in the history of football. Just to listen to that chorus, it is so reeking of Bayern. It, it's, it, it, it epitomizes what Bayern is. An arrogant club uh, who likes to keep the little man down and squash the cockroaches that are FC Schalke and Borussia Dortmund. Yes, squash them. Yes, watch them in their misery as they as they try to try to keep up with you and they don't have the financial power. And you have a tax fraud as one of your highest ranking people in Uli Hoeneß, a tax fraud who spent time in jail. FC Bayern München, everybody. That is, they are your 2017-18 Bundesliga champions. And now we're going to talk about them for a second. Uh, Stan, uh, looking at Bayern's season real quick. So they won the league by uh, 21 points over Schalke. So Schalke is uh, second, second place. And, you know, they took, they, took one, they, they, they took one on the chin in match day 34 from Stuttgart, who beat them 4-1 at the Allianz Arena. But I, 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 my, they didn't play poorly, but they, they, I don't know if they gave their best effort. You don't typically see Bayern lose like that at home. As a, as a whole, though, when you look at Bayern's sixth consecutive Bundesliga title, is Bayern, are, are, is, is, are, obviously the debate goes on, are they bad for the league as far as all these titles, but is it really Bayern's fault that where they are where they are? Are they just good operators? Do they spend their money wisely? Do they market wisely? Do they have more ambition than everyone else? Why can't Dortmund compete since Klopp left? Why can't Schalke compete ever? Where's uh, Leverkusen? You know, up and down, up and down. Why can't they challenge? They were challenging in 2002 when they went to the Champions League final. They were challenging all the way, you know, up until really Bayern's dominance started. Where the Where's the competition? Do you think this is a league that basically everyone's just happy making Champions League qualifications? So second, third, or fourth place and just give Bayern the league? Or is Bayern just that much better than everybody else? Are they Are they smarter? It comes down to a matter of euros. It's euros. Uh, Did you say it's euros, it's, like the the food item? Basically, what I it's a euro. No, not not. I, I could use one right about now, but um, no. Uh, the uh, European uh, the European dollar. Oh, the currency. Uh, I'm the, sorry. I thought you were talking currency. about a. Uh, I thought you were talking about a sandwich. I'm sorry. God, God damn it. I'm already hungry. All right. Um, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm out of beer. Uh, I'm out of beer. Go, go to beer. I'll rip for a hot second. I, I, I'm um, out of beer. The, the fact of the matter is, when you have Aldi, 
when you have BMW, when you have Mercedes-Benz, yeah. when you have Adidas as your primary sponsors, and none of the other uh, 17 clubs in your league have third of the sponsorship dollars of the ad revenue, of the sales, of the advertising, of the marketing and promotions that you have, you can literally take and choose and pick whomever it is that you want. You want Team Obama? Great. You want uh, uh, John Go for it. You want Ter Stegen to train under Philip Lamb, not under uh, Oliver Cloud, and have him be the next greatest goalkeeper uh, in German history? Go for it. It does not fucking matter. The name does not matter as long as you have the S- FC Bayern. That arrow behind it, 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 it's literally it's it's it, it, it doesn't dust it, Critty, as you always as 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 you mentioned. Um, it is actually quite depressing uh, how there is a lack of competition for the Bundesliga title. Actually, Bayern München were actually fourth place in October. Yeah, fourth place. For, suddenly, Jokic gets tired. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti sold to hit the road. He's a uh, he, you know, he's very lax. He's letting the players dominate the locker room uh, or, or, or dominate the dressing room. So, you have, you have Heikens, uh, Heikens. God damn it. <laughs> do, you need, do you need help with the pronunciation? Please. Uh, your uh, pineckers. Yep. Heikens. Heikens, yeah. Oh, still trash. Well, your pineckers came in. <laughs> your pineckers came in to me and he uh, turned the right screws, so to speak. And Bayern started hitting back on all cylinders. And what really happened was Carlo Ancelotti is not the right fit for this side. He's, he's, he's far too uh, reserved and, I would say, defensive-minded, whereas Jopankis very much played uh, the, the Pep Guardiola style that basically transitioned wonderfully over from 2012-2013 when Heinkes left into 2013-14 when Pep came. Uh, High-octane offense, high-press, uh, Tiki Taka, this was the way Byron played. It got them a lot of success. Uh, they 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 didn't have that exact same style this year, but uh, it was obviously more or less uh, something that was similar to Byron's uh, Jopankis led sides back in the uh, earlier part of the decade. But here's another thing: they have so many more big names on this club than the rest of Germany. You have, for instance. You know, Dortmund has a Marco Royce, a Mario Götze. Schalke has a Leon Goretzka. They used to have Benedict Hovides. Uh, you know, maybe you could consider Max Meyer. But no one has 11. Well, I, I guess you could take uh, Rafinha out. But, uh, Rafinha's uh, fucking garbage. Yeah, He's yeah. trash. But He's they the have, reason why they didn't advance past um, Madrid. But that's when you're here, no bad. Yeah, they, nobody else has, you know, 10 really great players in this league. And do you see that? Do you see that changing anytime soon? Is there, is, will there be a drop off at Byron anytime soon? And can anyone else get enough quality in? No, I mean, those rumors of, uh, I, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but you, you, you want to know if, um, if we thought that anyone's leaving and sure, uh, uh, Robert Lewandowski is probably going to leave this summer or at least there's, uh, uh, rumors of him leaving, mm-hmm. um, and they can go ahead and go give Leipzig uh, 60, 70, 80 
URL to to website and say, give us Timo. Timo will come in, bag 35 goals this first season, and it'll be the same old, same old. I don't see it as changing, Critty. I don't. And I don't know if FFP needs to get involved, if, if, if FIFA needs to get involved. Obviously, seeing the German national team it has been always fielded by FC Bayern München. Also, Mercedes-Benz pretty much sponsors the DFB. So, seeing as how Mercedes sponsors DFB, mm-hmm. they also sponsor FC Bayern. I don't know where I, it would have to take uh, a, 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 a motivational gaffer like a Jurgen Klopp. Uh, uh, they had it in, in, in Tuchel, but, you know, uh, BVB, meaning, mind you, had it in Tuchel, but, you know, whatever. We talked about, we spoke about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so that's not going to happen. Uh, Nico Kovac was going to do it at an unchecked Frankfurt, but uh, we saw what happened there. It's, it's, they basically, if Kloppo hadn't, and obviously Kloppo would never, ever uh, be the manager for, for Bayern Munich. He hates them. He detests them. He would have been the man to, 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 he, he did, he defined Bayern Munich. He defined them, but not from European domination within the German sphere. So I don't see it changing. I really, I also don't. Uh, Reggie, how do you how do you view Bayern in your opinion? Do you see do you see this uh, juggernaut this 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 you know uh, massive boulder, if you will, blockading every other German side from even really competing? I mean, let's be honest, this isn't a competition. Bundesliga is basically a competition between places two and eight. You know, all the European spots are basically open. It, they were up until the very last weekend. If you look at it from places. 17 up until two. It was a very exciting final weekend of action in the Bundesliga. But first place, the league itself is decided back in. Honestly, if you want to be honest with yourself, it's decided back in January or February. So, do you? How do? How do you see this? Uh, the, the the problem the Bundesliga has with actual competition. I I, I agree 100. percent I mean, in the years that passed before, it it, it wasn't unheard of. Uh, Brian stacking their bench to keep competition away. Like, they stacked their bench with the best players from the other teams because they had the money to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I, don't know if... I can't say that it does... Like, they do that all the time. Does that make sense? Like... Yeah. Like, they... So, they got... What's his name from uh, Brisha Dortmund? Then he came back. What's the kid name? Mario Götze. Yeah. Right. Then he came back. What, what was the reason for that? Uh, well, basically, if, if, if Mario Götze was not a good fit for Pep Guardiola's system. Uh, he was he was bought um, during Jopinkis's final season. He was uh, he, he he left uh, before the Champions League final. He was benched by Jurgen Klopp in the Champions League final because he you know it's it's the same situation as Lazio and Inter have this coming weekend. Uh, De Vrij will not play against Inter because he is leaving to play for Inter. So that you know, right. you could say that you're going to throw it because you want your team you're playing for next season to be in the Champions League, not the one that you're playing for right now. Well, you know, if you're good to, you, you, you do want to win the Champions League with Dortmund. You're not going to, you know, that's, that's a one-time event. It's not, has nothing to do with, with right. next season. But Goethe basically did not fit uh, for Pep. Pep didn't use him as much as... Uh, as 
they, he was brought in to be used. And then, of course, he got the metabolic disorder, which uh, severely hampered his production. And, and Dortmund got him back for actually less than they sold him for to Bayern. So just a bad fit. And obviously, didn't he didn't live up to expectations. But I, 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 I say he didn't live up to expectations because I, I believe he was either misused or not uh, used in a way that really suited Pep's system. When, as soon as Pep Guardiola got Thiago Alcantara, that was it. I mean, Goethe was done. That was the player from Barca that Pep wanted for his for his Bayern side. He got them, and, and, and so that was, that was you know, the rest is history, if you will, for Goethe. But, um, no, I do see your point, your point about uh, uh, stockpiling players. Thank you for clarifying that. But I, I always thought, though, and I heard, too, like, there was – when when Borussia Dortmund had had Klopp, there was some type of deal to where because uh, Bayern Munich helped save Borussia Dortmund, they did. They they had to give certain players over to Bayern Munich. Is is that true? Uh, there yeah. In two thousand five, Dortmund were basically on the brink of bankruptcy. Bayern Munich did pay a sum of money to help keep them uh, from insolvency. They did have an agreement with Bayern for certain resources. That is accurate, yes. Yeah. So so as, as long as, you know, I got to say, as long as that stuff keeps on going on, is it, you know what? But as far as the, the, the German league and then and, and, and the, the way they handle it with their fans, they gotta have a certain percentage of, of 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 the fans owning the team and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's great. But so so I see as as money comes in for those other teams, they become better and it becomes harder. But as of right now, I don't see anything changing. Right. And then I think I think I think uh, Brian becomes at at some point saves another team and gets stronger. Uh, I, I agree with that. Stan, real quick, um, a lot of people have speculated that perhaps the best the best chance that any Bundesliga side will have is that Bayern made the wrong hire as manager in Niko Kovac. Uh, there's some people, obviously, that were still in the market. Now, Rolf Hasenhutl has been let go by RB Leipzig. Many said that he would be better. They didn't really aggressively pursue uh, Julian Nagelsmann here in the past final few weeks of the season. He let a, how do I say this, very, if you look at it on paper, a very underwhelming Hoffenheim side to the third place in the Bundesliga. They are now in the Champions League. No qualification against Liverpool this year. They're in the Champions League group stage. Congratulations to Hoffenheim. Do you think, Stan, that perhaps, we might see Bayern take a hit because of Niko Kovac's inexperience with such a pressure-packed job and fail to live up to expectations. Um, I believe so. I think there will be a little bit of, what would you say, bad karma. I mean, just with the way that Bayern went about hiring Kovac, uh, basically um, subterfuging their, uh, their uh, underhanded tactic going, uh, basically uh, breaking the moral code and within season, hiring in direct competition with you, leave. Uh, I can see Kovac feeling the pressure from that. 
Um, I'm Frank that is not nearly the brand, the historic club that uh, FC Bayern are. And there's a lot of dominant personalities. And <clears throat> you got to think about it. Uh, I had Robin Franco Vivi or the old guard, and they need to be phased out. Are you really going to tell Frank and Ayan that they are now going to have to take a bench hole? Uh, yeah. These guys do. are going to. These guys are. What they're going to do, though, they're going to point to their and say, hey, I got this club. Do you really want to replace me? Does he have the ball? He's going to have to do it, Cody, but I'm saying Let me say this. Let me interrupt you. Let me interrupt you. If Kingsley Coman is healthy, Frank Ribéry is a bench warmer. Kingsley Coman proved this season he is a starting winger for Bayern. Yeah. When healthy. Yeah, Yeah. clearly. So Ribéry and Robin, who both extended... They extended knowing that there is a good possibility they will be in a reserve role for the foreseeable future. Uh, I think that the time and, and, and place of them being everyday starters uh, for Byron Minchin is, is, has come and gone. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I, I just I would hope that they are accepting of that, and that will make uh, Nico's transition a lot easier. He's got to get Rafinha the hell out of there. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, he needs to have a reserve role as well. I, I just, yeah. Of uh, turnover at Real and and maintain your starting next season. I don't. You're not playing in the Champions League. I don't even trust you for the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. As far as center back goes, they are loaded. They're good enough. Obviously, they have Josh Kimmich. They're good. Uh, Ter Stegen should be back and healthy. Um, they need to find a replacement for where if he leaves. Uh, the fine uh middle of the park they're also fine so they should be good to go and he honestly he really shouldn't have that bad of a transition they should honestly it's obvious that the pressure will be on them to win the champions league same with psg the domestic winners of this season will have so much pressure going into the 1920 ucl campaign Mm -hmm. uh 1819 UCL campaign. Apologies. Yeah. Jumping. Well, I mean, with Byron, I just have basically one final question is um, Do you honestly believe that Lewandowski's played his last match in a red shirt? Yeah. Wow. All right, well, that's enough about Byron. So, and I do want to say this, uh, and with I, I know I give Byron a lot of hell. It's my job as a Borussia Dortmund supporter, but you know, in all, in all truthfulness, congratulations on a fan, another fantastic campaign. You know, over eighty points again. Jo Pinkus came out of retirement to save y'all, and he did a fantastic job. Semifinals again in the Champions League didn't end the way that I know most of you wanted it to, but you have a, a star and Joshua Kimmich who is. I think he's going to have a fantastic World Cup for Germany, and I think that he is a, a an absolute stud um, at the uh, fullback position. And he's he's going to be a Bayern for, for many, many years to come. So, you know, despite everything, uh, congrats to FC Bayern München 2017-18 uh, Bundesliga champions. Stan, it's now time for us to move on to the, the grand old lady of Italy, uh, Juventus Turin. She uh, is so old. So old. She is old. She is old. She's an old hag. Listen, uh, Stan. Stan so, for, uh, Juventus scores 
Napoli scores the fourth most points in Serie A history. Only Inter twice themselves and, uh, excuse me, Inter in 2007 and Juventus twice before, one of those times being this season. Obviously, their 102-point season from a couple of years ago. They scored more points than Napoli. Napoli, in almost any other season, would have been Serie A champions. Uh, Sarri and Napoli played a fantastic season. This has obviously got to be Juventus' most impressive title of the seven they've won in a row, would you not say? I agree, and I'll, I'll briefly tell you why. Um, the the fixture between uh, Napoli and Juventus, where Koulibaly scores the game winner at the 87th, 88th minute uh, to give them the one-goal victory, we literally all thought, uh, we all thought that, hey, you know what? Napoli's got a fighting chance. They pick up, They pick up maybe five to seven points within their last handful of matches, last three matches. Napoli could get the title. You know, I had a celebration. Um, I go, nope, not a chance. Already gets it again. Follow Dybala, Douglas, and Gigi. Well, let me ask they, you. Let me ask you this. They wait again. This is uh, not only is it their seventh Serie A title in a row, but it's the fourth time in a row that they have won the domestic double. They've won the Coppa Italia. They've won the Serie the Scudetto. Uh, that's the first time in major European football history that that has happened. How impressive a feat is that? It's so impressive because you have to think, you're already playing 38 matches in your domestic campaign. You're already qualified for the toughest European competition, toughest club competition in the world, in the UEFA Champions League. You have that, and you have the domestic top of that, you want to go through cup ties and make sure maybe you get the first two rounds off, but then you still have five rounds to go through. Uh, it, that, that is five different dates to where now you're scheduling weekends off, you're rescheduling matches. Uh, it, you are going through so much. What it takes is a combination of things. And I've, I've assessed this in, in my pre-show. It takes talent from the gaffer and the squad. It takes depth. You need you need to stockpile your side with not only talented players as well, and really it just takes uh, intestinal fortitude to really progress through knockout stages while dealing with a domestic campaign that is the most brutal, most physically dominant. I know everyone says the Premier League is fast and vicious, but the Sierra uh, can really grind you down. And shout out to Emery Chan. If you want to go play over there in Hubei, you're going to ride the pitch, son. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, Massimo Allegri has really commanded his side. When he went to Spurs, and they went down to, uh, when they went down to, they had a, uh, not, they went down uh, by uh, two goal aggregate, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. fixture. I mean, to make that sort of comeback, and that's without even, you haven't even clinched Serie A yet, to, to make that sort of, that is probably the best comeback. That's better than Roma coming back and beating Barcelona, to be honest with you. Uh, that, with its own right, uh, hey, look, penalty or no penalty against Real Madrid, Juventus should be proud of everything they've achieved over the past several seasons. The back to back, the back to back, the back to back, the back to back, Scudetto and Serie A uh, and, and, and um, Coppa d'Italia winners. Hats off to them because if you want to talk about overall dominance uh, as far as dominating their country, they've got it better than Bayern München have. 
Well, Reggie, uh, I know you had to step out for a second, but welcome back, sir. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, Juventus here, and you know, what, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, for, uh, we were just talking about the four, four domestic doubles. It, it's the first time in major European history that's happened. Obviously, uh, as we talked about pre-show, Napoli scored an, an, an enormous amount of points, still came up short. Juventus just always seems to stay one step ahead of the competition. They had that amazing game with Inter a couple of weeks ago, uh, down 2-1 against an undermanned Inter side at the San Siro. They come back to win a dramatic fashion, 85th minute, I believe, uh, 87th minute goal, 89th minute goal. Uh, Higuain comes up big in a big situation. That what what are your thoughts on Juventus? I mean, does it, does the dominance? We just talked about the dominance in Germany. Does 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 the dominance end in Italy uh, anytime soon? Oh yeah, I mean, shit, man. It's, the competition in Italy is just fantastic, dude. Is that Napoli is 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 doing a fantastic job? I don't think you can say, in my honest opinion, and it's set for. Italy is just fantastic, man. As far as like the, I don't think, to be honest, I don't think you'll find the same situation in Italy that you would find in Germany. Okay. Just because of, of everybody is trying to do their thing there. You got the 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 new cat that bought uh, uh AC Milan, right? He's mm. trying to do his thing. Well, they say that he's uh they they they're claiming that he's not as rich as they said he was, and that he uh is actually bankrupt. Uh, he's disputing that. But uh, in addition to that, AC Milan just spent two hundred million euros last summer, and what do they get? Europa League. He, yeah, I mean, he didn't they spend uh, two hundred million? They spent like two hundred million this summer. That is exactly right. Last summer they spent two hundred million. They got Europa League out of it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They are the modern. They they are the the Italian version of Everton. Yes, yes, fuck yes. Yeah. So so I mean. Shout out to the toffee. Shout out to the toffee. You guys suck. Shout out to the bitters. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Reggie. <laughs> do do you fault them for trying to spend that money and do something with it though? I don't. I I see the positive in it. I just think. Ah. Better personnel to pick it out. Right? I, I don't I don't fault him because you have Hakan Tonalulu, you have Ricardo Rodriguez. I don't fault him for spending the money, but I feel like they could have they just put a bunch of pieces into a, a puzzle without seeing if they fit first. It, it was just uh, a, a a you know what I'm saying? Like it just it didn't seem like it was ever a cohesive unit. And then under Montello, they played like total dog shit. And then uh, Gattuso got them on 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 a, a better run of form. But then when he played against the really great sides, he lost to Juventus. He got a massacred in the Coppa Italia final last week, four nil. Milan's not there. They're they're not there. They 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 yeah. drew they drew Inter in a derby uh, a couple of months ago that Inter should have won. Inter beat them the first time in the derby. They're not beating. Uh, they're not beating the. Yeah, Cardi scored a hat trick in that fixture. By the way, they're not beating the the big sides. You spend two hundred million euros, you expect to get Champions League. No ifs, ands, or buts yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I I definitely agree with you on that. I just I just kind of like uh, uh, but you see, 
the competition where they want to go. You do see where they want to go. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's not by freaking, uh, um, as you say, they're not just spending money just to spend money, mm-hmm. even though they kind of look like it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Um, we got on uh, Milan for a second, but back to back to Juve. Uh, the, the the thing I want to talk about is Allegri. Obviously, has had nothing but success domestically. He's been to two Champions League finals within a three year span. Oftentimes, when you win your domestic title, obviously, what Leicester City did was fantastic, and no one's going to say, "Well, why didn't they win the Champions League?" Leicester City winning the EPL is like winning the Universal title. I mean, it's 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 that that in and of itself is impressive. But when you have the resources, the one, bro, exactly. Yeah, some odds. Yeah. So so when you're Juventus and you've won seven straight domestic titles, you've won four straight Coppa Italias, you've been to two Champions League finals. Do we do we look at this as Allegri's possibly, despite the fact that Juventus has Champions League titles, but none of them belong to him? Is his time there overall a success as far as grading it on all-time great managers, you know, like the Giovanni Trapattoni's that have been at Juventus? Is he is he up there with them? Because you could argue he lost to two of the greatest teams in modern football history in Messi's Barcelona and Ronaldo's Real Madrid. How how, how big are those two losses in the Champions League? Are they pretty easily forgiven? I would say yes. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, I would say yes. Um, listen. Uh, just to again, and we and I uh, uh, just to reiterate my point that I mentioned earlier when we first started talking about Juventus' dominance within their domestic league and then triumphing in Europe to make it to make this is not the Buffalo Bills. We, we cannot make that uh, comparison. It is not appropriate because again, squad depth, motivational speaking. Uh, just being able to val- get your guys ready week in and week out, and then to play midweek as well, to play, to go across Europe in in the fall, and then get ready for the knockout fixtures in the winter, to then have to deal with the same the same type of pressure in domestic cups. Domestic cups are hard, Reggie. You know with City, I, I, they lost to a championship side in Wigan. And let's face it, Wigan Athletic, eh, you know. I mean, it's just hey, it's, Wigan's getting promoted, bro. Wigan's getting promoted. I, I, I'm not. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just saying. It, it, I see how it is. You're, you're, you're discriminating. You're discriminating against Wigan. I got it. Uh, not all Wiggins. Hashtag shout out to Wigan. Hey, um, listen, man. Wigan's getting promoted. Okay. Shout out to Wigan because you guys earned. Shout, earned shout, shout out to Wigan. Shout out to Wigan. Shout out to my yeah, boy. Shout out to Stop. Okay. So, 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 Stan, Stan, you said that they weren't the Buffalo Bills. Um, to our European no. listeners, uh, the, the Buffalo Bills are an NFL team that went to four consecutive Super Bowls, lost them. But it's, is it the achievement, the accomplishment of going to four straight title games like that? Now, you, you, it takes a lot to get to a UEFA Champions League final. It, it's impressive to do it two out of three years. I think the thing is, Everyone thought that they were overpowered against Barca in 2015. I think no one expected them to win that. But in tw- last year, I think a lot of people thought, man, Juventus—they—they—they've—they've got—they've got everything they need. They've got—they—they they bought Higuain for that massive amount of money. 
specifically for the sole purpose of winning a Champions League. That's why they bought Gonzalo Higuain from Napoli. They had Mandzukic. They had Dybala. They have Chiellini. They've got the greatest goalkeeper potentially. No, he's not the second best goalkeeper in history in Gigi Buffon. I don't understand where, like, if you if you say, if you're judging a team, is a Champions League final, if you just make it to the final, is that considered, because so many people always think you forget the loser, you only remember the winner. I think Juventus making it to two out of three years under Allegri, who is a tactical mastermind, I think that's that's quite an accomplishment. I think you have to give credit where credit's due. I, I would agree. I would agree. And I, wait, can we also... Just real quick, just side note, can we give a shout out to Gigi Buffon? Yes, really. I mean, if you you don't have him as number one goalkeeper of modern day football. No, I don't. Who's number one? Oliver Kahn. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I'm not going to disrespect your heritage. I, I, I promise you. I promise you I'm not. Oliver Kahn, Oliver, Oliver Kahn was the 2002 World Cup player of the tournament. As a keeper. I don't want to talk about 2002. I don't want to talk about 2002. That's, mo- that's, that's the modern era, bro. That, that hurts my heart. You, oh, we talked about this this afternoon. Gigi Buffon is, is, is an icon of the sport. He is, he is an absolute legend. I'm giving, if, to say he's number two behind Oliver Kahn is not disrespecting Buffon in any way, shape, or form. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Shout out to shout out to Gigi. Shout out. Shout out to Oliver Kahn. Shout out to Oliver. Kahn. <laughs> oh, we're just giving the shout outs. Out. We're just giving the shout outs. The shout outs. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're the shout outs. We're in the shout stage now. Um. Okay. We're uh, Twenty something years. Uh, what? What? 18, 17, 18 years. How many years? Gigi Buffon, legend. Legend. That brings me to another point there. So today was his official retirement from Juventus, but he says, or is being, I don't know whether he's, I, I saw the, the, the newsflash come through, but I didn't see his actual comments. It's being alluded that he's not done. He said he's retired from Juventus, but he did not say yes. that he is not done, done. The first team, mind you, and I think this is absolutely ludicrous, the first team that was linked to him was, of course, Liverpool, which is just asinine. Um, where no, he... fuck that, Bayern now. What? what? Yo, go get Gigi. Are you kidding me? Bring the Melwood right now. ASAP. Okay. All right. Yes. 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 I'm on that type of time. I am. Uh, I am. Re- Reggie, do you see... Where, do, you, do you see... Do you think this is... The... How, how do you look at this, Reggie, if you're looking at it from a perspective of... Do you go out gracefully if you're Buffon and say, look, you know, it's been a great career. It's been, a, it's been an honor wearing the shirt of the Azuri. It's been, I'm a World Cup winner. I've won everything you can win domestically. The only thing he's missing is a Champions League title. But the guy is a, a, a Hall of Famer in every sense of the word, in every single statistical category. Anything he's eligible for, Hall of Fame-wise, he's going to get. Do you call it a day? Do, do you want really the lasting memory for you to be Wayne Rooney in a DC United shirt? I mean, what a disgrace. That's going to be to see um, Wayne Rooney in a, in a DC United shirt. If you're if you're Gigi Buffon, don't you want your last match ever to be in the shirt of a Juventus uh, side that you basically were the face of? You know, uh, I got to say this. 
I think you could look at other people and, and kind of learn from their mistakes. You you listen to I don't know if you listen to like Arsenal fan TV, but they was all over Wenger about not retiring at the proper time mm-hmm. and then giving him the proper send off. So could you say I you don't we don't know what he's gonna do though, to mm-hmm. be honest, right? We don't. We don't. You we you don't know if if, if it means like he's just gonna uh, do something else in, in, in football. You know, it, did he say he was gonna stop playing or what? Nah, he basically the 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 way I read it, the way I read it was he said I'm I'm my time at Juventus is up, but he never said basically I, I'm done with football, and, and that's where the door is still open. Right. So he. That could be playing. That could be uh, coaching. That could he could be getting his coach's license. I I don't know if because uh, uh, uh like uh Carlos Puyo went into went into be, becoming an agent. So technically he's not done with football. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you make a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, let's see where where, where it goes. And I agree, he's he's gonna be a legend, right? Yeah, he's gonna be a legend. Oh yeah, he's he's absolutely legend. Yeah, and he's he's one of the the faces of football. So we'll see, we'll see what what happens. Be patient with him. Indeed, because, we will. Yeah, he deserves that. If anything, absolutely agree with you, Reggie. So guys, uh, moving on to uh, one of our final topics. Last, last weekend, something historic happened in the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga has been around for 54 years, and for the first time in its history, Hamburg, Hamburger SV, Hamburger Sportverein, however you want to call them, they have been relegated for the first time in history. The Yes, Bayern Munich have not been in the Bundesliga for all 54 years. Only Hamburg has. This, this is historic. I mean, this is like... Um, They've won a European Cup. They're six-time German champions. They've won the German Cup. This is a team, you know, if you want to compare them, I guess you could say something like Aston Villa or Nottingham Forest back in the day. There was a time when Hamburg ruled the Bundesliga. They, the, the early 80s was really their, their glory period. But this is, a, this is a big deal. I mean, this is a, 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 a club that I would say has mismanaged their funds, have over 100 million euros in debt, they had a very poorly constructed squad, ba- managerial sacking after managerial sacking, and you know the, the 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 sins of your past eventually come back to haunt you. And this is what has this is what has happened to Hamburg. Stan, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, this, how historic is this as far as German football goes? And and do you think Hamburg? Do you think they'll? Do you think they'll? They'll? They'll come right back up. I mean, Cologne obviously made the drop with them, and they're retaining Jonas Hector and Timo Horn as some of their better players. Uh, Cologne is obviously a side that will be predicted to go right back up. Is Hamburg going to join them again in the Bundesliga? No, <clears throat> I don't believe so. Um, I was looking at some of their statistical figures this season, and not to be that stat guy, but um, I just looked at their. Points uh, accrued uh, per home and away. Mm-hmm. They were six, four, and seven in the Bundesliga at home this year. One point two nine mat- uh, points per match at home, 
in 17 matches at home. 2, 3, and 12 away from home. Okay, that's, that's the road. That's the that's the, road. that's the that's the Bundesliga though. We're talking about the second Bundesliga where things may be a little bit more in their favor. I'm I, I my, my my question is, do you can you see Hamburg making? I I I fear that if Hamburg does not make the the immediate return back to the top flight, they could suffer a fate such as FC Kaiserslautern, which is a former German champion, uh, uh former world champion and uh, UEFA Cup winner Andreas Breme. Played for Inter, then he went back to Kaiser Slaughter and won a won a German title with them. They've had some excellent players over the years. They have now fallen into the third tier. They've been relegated this season. It, it, I, I could see. I think Hamburg has to be like Hanover was last season and make an immediate return back, or they could be in in big trouble. I don't see them coming back up. Not if you're depending on American strikers. Shout out to Bobby Wood. If you're, a, if you're depending on American strikers, they get you goals, and he's bagged, according to my figures here, three goals and 25 appearances. And How many goals? Your top goal scorer, only three. Uh, three. Three goals, 25 appearances. Absolutely. In, absolute, in, in one of the more, more prolific leagues in the world, where it's not easy to score goals, but defense isn't exactly the be-all, end-all in the Bundesliga. Bobby Wood, garbage. You're depending on him? Nah, that's nah, nah. And mind you, Bobby Wood scored that goal at Honduras to prolong the long-winded fate of the USMNT, but I won't get there right now. Um, I don't see them making a return back up to the tight of the Bundesliga. I see them marrying in League 2. Wow. I could also wow. possibly even see uh, 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 a demotion in their near future. Wow. I don't see. It's the, uh, uh, they were miring in this relegation zone for the past several, several seasons. And finally, this year, they suffered the fate that they were doomed to have. I don't see, I don't see a return from them. And they are a, a, not historic. They are historic in the fact that they have remained top flight. They have always prospered. And they, that, that diamond logo is very much so recognizable in world football, especially in German football. But they are not they're not trending upwards, sir. They're trending downward. Okay. Fast. So Reggie, you know the sponsor that Arsenal has on their shirts, right? Yes. That's the same sponsor that Hamburg has on their shirts. So, do as soon as they drop to the second division, did they lose them? No, they haven't lost. They haven't said anything. Lost the sponsors, but but Hamburg is considered, uh, you know, a big club, and this would be the equivalent, I would say, of. I, I mean, I'm trying to to put it into like a, a a Premier League side. I would say it would be kind of like maybe somebody with past glory that used to be a contender, but it'd be like Everton basically being relegated, I would say. Um, you know, obviously cha- champions uh, a couple times in the 80s. They right. used to be, uh, the Merseyside Derby used to be much bigger than it actually is now. But Everton, right. you know, you don't ever think of Everton as a relegation candidate. This is uh, a monumental, I would say, in German football history. I, I just, um, you know, I, I, I kind of have a... I don't know. I, I have such sympathy for Hamburg for some reason. And most German fans are glad to see him go because they've been toying with this for so long. But I don't know. I, I have a soft heart for him. Um, 
But anyways, I want to move on to one final topic. And uh, Reggie, I'm going to start with you on this one. This is a, kind of an interesting transfer rumor. And it has to do with uh, uh, a, a, a German power and an and a, a EPL power. So Dortmund and Chelsea are having this kind of a, a conundrum right now. So currently sits at Borussia Dortmund, uh, Michi Batshuayi, who was uh, fantastic for them, scored a ton of goals in not that many appearances. Uh, obviously, right. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was was fantastic, and and he, so he's going to cost more than what probably people thought that he was going to cost based on his performance at Dortmund. But Dortmund are being rumored with uh, Morata right now. If you're Dortmund, don't you think you splash the extra cash and have, you know, to, to keep Batshuayi or at least go maybe for someone like Giroud in the time being? Don't you think that Morata is the wrong decision? He cracks under pressure. He's not used to big game environments. He's going to have to play Champions League again next year if he goes to Dortmund. What, what, what would your thoughts be if you had to keep one of the three strikers between Batshuayi or go after Morata or Giroud? Who would you go after Batshuayi if you were Chelsea? He's a younger striker, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. he's twenty-three. Yeah, he's twenty-three. Yeah, he's twenty-three. And Morata is is how old? Twenty something. Twenty something. Twenty mid to late twenties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mid to late twenties. Yeah, I, I I mean you for me you keep the younger striker. You 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 splash the money for the younger striker. And then you get somebody that's going to push him to be even better. So Abramovich obviously is has looked at this because a lot of Chelsea youth, obviously the first person that comes to mind is Romelu Lukaku. He was sold off a little bit too early. Another guy that you and I both know, Reggie, very well, Kevin De Bruyne, used to play for exactly. Chelsea. They sold him. They, they sent his ass to uh, Wolfsburg. This has come back to bite them in the ass on more than one occasion. So it's obvious that the price tag of Michi Batshuayi went up because he performed extremely well for Borussia Dortmund. If you're you're Dortmund and Dortmund have said that they want to spend in the amount of around 80 million euros this transfer window, do you, if if it costs you 50 million to keep Batshuayi, do you spend it? Hell yeah. You do it. You do it. I mean, you look at Chelsea's record. We've given up players. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> that alone <laughs> go ahead and do it yeah they gave up Sturridge they gave up Sturridge my boy I want to shout out my boy Danny Sturridge I love you Dan I love you Sturridge oh my god RIP and good luck in the championship peace think about that though man yeah no how many players did Chelsea give up they they've That's given they up. They have a world eleven of loanees. Mohamed Salah is one of them. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. I mean, I yeah, perfect, perfect example, perfect example. Mohamed Salah goes go, goes away from Chelsea, goes to Roma, uh, comes back to Liverpool for thirty nine mil, and boom, he's the best player in the world this year. I mean, it's just yeah, Chelsea, unbelievable. There's more that we're not naming right now. Okay, we have we've only basically. We named three guys. We named three to four guys. I would honestly, hey, it's a world eleven. Shout out to Nathaniel Chalaba because I think he might be one for the future. Hey, I think he, I think he might be one for the future as well. That maybe they'll regret. But I think that basically Chelsea, 
Reggie, Stan, I think they're going to hold Borussia Dortmund hostage. I think they know that there's a price tag that Dortmund won't go over, despite the fact they have the money from the Usman Dembele and the Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang transfers. Dortmund have the wow. money. They have the money. They have Dortmund have hundreds of millions of dollars to spend, and they're limiting themselves to 80. I think that's a very low price. I would go and splash the money. If Chelsea wants 60 million, if I'm Dortmund, I, I make my record yeah, transfer. Get him. Yeah, He's get him. He's going to score 40 in the Bundesliga alone. Right. That's, yeah, he'll, he'll make that money up for him easily. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree, Reggie. I agree. That's and I, I you know what? Real quick, just to uh, just to illuminate his his dominance in such a short time. That's actually just he only bagged ten Bundesliga appearances, and had seven goals and one assist, two goals in four matches in the referee after BBB. Uh, bombed out of the Champions League. So we're talking about in 14 appearances, nine goals, and really in heavy competition. Plus, we have his Champions League winner at Olympico Madrid back in the fall. The, the man can score. You put him on the park, he can score. Yeah. Service. yeah I mean, I, you know, and I bought his kit, so I needed to stay. I don't want to get rid of that. You know, it's only been half season, man. You got to stay. You got to stay for me. You got to stay for Critty. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, you know, help, help me out. I spent a lot of money on that kit. I mean, come on now. I mean, not wrong. Yeah. Hey, well, um, uh, as, as we come to an end here, I, I do want to give one more shout out to Danny Sturridge, uh, just because you deserve it, my friend. And um, I think you're a fantastic striker. I think you should be in the England side, even though I know you can't really walk. But I, I think that shout, I think. Shout out to Wellbex. Yeah. Um, real quick, guys. Uh, yes or no answer on this question. Is this the weakest England squad in your lifetime for the World Cup? Hold on, hold on a second. Let me look up something real quick. Okay. The England squad. Yeah. Because I do believe that this is one of the, the, the Southgate side is one of the weakest on paper England squads. I mean, the, you got your best player is a guy who likes to basically let other people score goals and then claim them for himself. You know, it's, and swear on his daughter's life. Uh, yeah, right, 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 right. Harry, Harry Potter Kane is the magician of making goals appear for himself in the stat sheet that didn't actually occur through his actual actions. So that's um, quite, quite the... You have, you have a center back in Gary Cahill who was, dis, who was displaced... By Christensen, who is trash. Christensen is not even that good. Gary Cahill is your starting center back? Ashley Young, a hack. Ashley Young is going to be your starting what, left back? Yeah. He's a mean SOB, though. I don't give a... Oh, man. I don't <laughs> even care, dog. He's... <laughs> Harry McGuire is going to fill in for you at center back. Harry McGuire got abused and everything he did was hack this year. Oh, it's wow. also also should mention that uh, Raheem Sterling is on the squad, but I would love to see how Sterling does without the chemistry and the abilities of his Manchester City teammates. He's going to be playing with a lot of players that I think are actually subpar in talent from people that play with him at City. So I don't think Sterling is going to be. Wrong. Yeah, I think Sterling is going to suffer in this World Cup. He's going to be fantastic for, 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 for the blue shirts, as he has been this past season. He'll be that in 2018-19. But I think people are going to get a bad taste in their mouth over Raheem Sterling because it's not going to be the same quality of player. 
I tell you what, let me tell you something right now. And while Reggie's looking this up, Raheem Sterling needs to write two guys a check this summer. He needs to write KDB a check. He needs to write Leroy Sade a check. I know I, 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 know I, I preach the, the praises of Raheem, but I've, I've fallen over. He needs to write those two guys a check for $25 million each. Euro, quid, whatever you want to call it. Whatever. Yeah. I, okay. Reggie, how you All doing? Right. How'd you, okay, you got your stuff? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, Jack, uh, the damn, damn good IPA that was. That was a damn good IPA. Shout out to the England goalkeepers. So you got Trent, your boy. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, all right. I'm not going to say anything. There you go. I'm not going to say anything. Let me ask you this real quick. As we're running up against the hour here, but let me ask you this. Sorry about that, but no, 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 no. Let me ask you this. Let's be all honest here. I, I look. I love what Trent Alexander Arnold's done. I, I, I do. I think that he had he got abused by Marcus Rashford. I think that he I, I, he rebounded nicely from that, but I think he's had some other spots uh, against Roma, for example, where he looked a little bit shaky at certain times. At 19 years of age, I think he is a phenomenal left back. And I think that he's done uh, wonders in just a short amount of time in, in playing for, for Jurgen Klopp. But in 2006 England squad, let's not even mention the 2002 squad because that squad was sick and they should have gone a lot further than they did. 2006, 2010, yeah, 2014. Trent Alexander-Arnold does not make the final 23 in those years. This is this is what I'm talking I, about. I, I totally agree with you, but I think the game that, that put him over the top, and let's be honest, he did very well against Sonic. He put him game. in his pocket. He put him in his pocket. Oh, he put him in his pocket. He zipped it up, threw away the keys, tossed oh. it in the laundry washer. I'm sorry, oh, Reggie. Man. I'm just saying. I was waiting for that. He put Leroy in his pocket. You, you hit me in a gut. Like, I'm sorry, uh, Reggie. I'm sorry, Reggie. I'm sorry. I gave you the gym and you hit me in a gut. That's I'm sorry. sorry. It's second mile. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I do. Sorry. I do believe that uh, absolutely, you know, people are going to people are going to crap all over this. But I think that Jordan Henderson absolutely deserves to be there. Jordan Henderson mm-hmm. is Liverpool's captain. I think he's I think he's he's played a fantastic season considering all the hate and all of the doubters that have been out there. You know, people saying that he's 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 not Steven Gerrard. You know what? He's never he's never wanted to be Steven Gerrard. He's never he's never uh, uh, th- that's a totally different player. He's the captain of Liverpool. Okay, that's the one thing he has in common with Steven Gerrard. He's not the same type of player. He's never claimed to be. He never wanted that. People just assume when you get the captain's armband that you're the next Stevie G. Just like if I guess if you get the next captain armband with. Chelsea, you're the next Frank Lampard. And that's not the case. Uh, Jordan Henderson has carved out his his own identity at Liverpool, independent of Steven Gerrard. And I think that he he deserves to be where he's at, wearing the three-lion shirt. And I think that he will will serve England honorably in this World Cup. Now, how far that goes? Real quick, you said as far as like the midfielders go. All right, let's look at it. Jordan Henderson, Eric Dyer, Ali, Jesse, Ashley Young, 
Fabian Dell and, and Cheeks. Lost his Cheeks. Mm-hmm. So you got you got Delphi who could play left. He could play the number three. So so you got backup upon backup. You got different type of formations that you could play looking at it to be honest you know Kyle Walker is never going to stay back as as a defender and I think he's a better attacker than the defender Danny Rose is a better defender as far as looking at defense goals I think your weakest part to be honest I, I mean I like Stone but I'm going to pick on our guy. Damn. He, I mean, Gary uh, uh, Cahill, he's a strong defender. <laughs> he doesn't have some of the other – he doesn't have the same attributes as uh, 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 John Stones where he can pass the ball out the back. So okay. I I, I kind of agree that if you was to go person for person, right? Who so who would you pick? So Terry, uh, what's what's the what's his damn last name from Chelsea? Terry, Terry. Hello. Yeah, yeah, we're here. I what's Terry from Chelsea? Uh, Terry, the old guy. Oh, John, John, John Terry. He's with Aston Villa now, man. Aston Villa. He's with Aston Villa. Right. So. So if you was to look at the other England squads and you was to go player for player, I kind of agree that certain players wouldn't make the squad. Right. Right. I, I do agree. But it's a different World Cup, though, right? So do you think they, they don't win the group, England? No, they don't win the group. Belgium wins the group. And then you don't think they make it out of the group? I think it's a possibility. I think it's a possibility they won't. Hey, hey, listen, man. Put some respect on uh, Tunisia. They are uh, put some respect on Tunisia. They are actually a very talented side. Uh, they will actually in Panama, mind you, in Panama. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna disrespect them. I just think. I think uh, Vegas got got the. The, the book and right, I think the the odds of for England to come in second in that group. Definitely not first. Wait, wait, wait. Definitely, you, definitely. Yeah, not you first. Taking, Reggie, you take Reggie. Let's talk on the side. If you're taking that bet, I need to holler at you, fam. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, hey, you you try to make a quick quick little fix. Ah, oh, 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 I need to holler at you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I need a here over there. I need a quick fix. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm we're, that that this is we, we're going to talk all about the World Cup when that time comes. I just wanted to, the England squad was announced this week. Also, it was the Germany squad. I have a lot to say about that, but that'll be a different day. Uh, want to thank everybody for 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 listening, downloading, and uh, supporting. Uh, as 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 we always do, uh, a weekly shout out to our girl Helen because Helen just just goes out of her way to support this show and she goes and retweets and she does this and she does that. And I just, we just love Helen and uh, uh, thank you again for your support. We love Dijon. Shout out to Helen. 
We we love Lovren. We love Lovren. That's who we like. We uh, also love Hed- we also love Hendo. Don't forget about Hendo, dog. We yeah. always forget about Hendo. Yeah, Hendo. Sorry. Oh, I just gave Hendo. A, to Hendo. I just gave Hendo a lot of love. Um. So guys, uh, yeah. Re- Reggie, man, it's been awesome having you on. Your 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 analysis of Man City was fantastic. I, I I mean, I love the passion. I love that you're not one of those guys that jumped on in the last couple of years. You've been with them for quite a while now. Tell everybody on the uh, that's listening where they can find you on the uh, on the web and what you're working on. Yeah, well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm I'm not on Facebook no more, but I'm at Reginald D Cole. Uh, full name. Just call me Reggie though when you when you tweet at me. And then the stuff I'm working on, I'm trying to get my son to get some type of contract, either you know, over in Europe. So we. We're doing a lot of work, taking them to practice, working on this game and stuff like that. Uh, I'm involved with with the guys at United Soccer Football Congress. Yeah, those guys. Trying to help them out, doing some stuff. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, Let's, st- Stan. Yeah. Uh, tell everybody right now where they can find you and what you're working on right now, because I know you've talked about we're, we're starting to cite, we're going to start to cite the kingsofeurope.eu very shortly. I know you said you were going to be uh, writing for us, and we, we're going we're gonna to love to have you on that. So, uh, But besides that, which will be your future projects, what are you working on at this current moment? Um, you can find me on Twitter at the handle Real white dude FC, that's W H Y T E. I swear to God, if you type in W H I T E, I will not ever follow you. It's white with a Y. Get it right, please. Oh, all right. Anyway, um, yeah, you can find me on Real White Dude FC. That was super aggro, but whatever. Um, what I'm working on right now, uh, I just put out a piece today. Actually, you mentioned Ray Rooney. I just put out a piece, uh, from my man's at Shoka, my man. There's young Ray. He's about to do some work with us for Kings of Europe. Uh, I just put out a piece today about Wayne Rooney's transfer to DC United and about how much the MLS is a retirement league. So keep a look out for that. At Real Ray Dude FC, Reggie, we got to talk on the side, man. He's a holler at you about a couple things, man. I love the work that you're doing with your with your son and just uh, uh, you and I will talk. We'll talk. Sounds good. All right. Well, I again, uh, it's been uh, fantastic, guys. Uh, I again, I've been your host, uh, Critty Smith. That's uh, at Twitter. You can find me at Critty Smith. Of course, I do write on the side for SempreInter.com. I uh, want to give a shout out to Nima at SempreInter. I also work for BVBBuzz.com. In addition to uh, one other site that I can't think of right now. Uh, oh yeah, four. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Damn. Shout out to my man, Joe. Shout out to Joe. Yeah, Shout sorry about that. Yeah, uh, so, uh, the uh, uh, foresight.com, of course. So, um, guys, it's been awesome. Next week is going to be, of course, everyone, the UEFA Champions League final preview. Uh, Real Madrid versus uh, Liverpool FC. We'll have a, a, a wide range of guests and, of course, plenty to talk about. Uh, it's been real. It's been fun. I've had my beers. I've had my friends over. And I'm going to close this bad boy out. See you next week, guys. Girls, all football fans. Take care now. Bye, Stan.